It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. It's time for our favorite guest. We get to talk to him every Tuesday at 3.20. He's Coach Bob Stoops, and uh, we appreciate Bob, as always, joining the show. Segment's brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Bob, good to talk to you. We have listeners out there sending in their rock and roll tequila recipes, so I'm going to throw one at you. <laughs> Strawberry right. tequila, soda, and lime. Now that's pretty simple. Is that something that you could get down with, or are you more of a straight strawberry tequila shooter yourself? No, I'm. I'm. I go with. If I go strawberry, I'll go uh, club soda. A very light splash of ginger beer. That's all you need. Oh, that's nice. Simple. I like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like now, that. I apologize if I got a little wind and ocean in my back, but I'm. Uh, I'm out here in Florida and. Uh, it's pretty solid, pretty good, and that rock and roll tequila's been pretty good here this week. <laughs> I bet it has. We'll be uh, we'll be living through you as uh, the weather in Oklahoma not so good. Right I would now. like to see uh, <laughs> Coach Spurrier on some rock and roll tequila. Yeah. Though I don't know if that'd be any different than I'm, his regular self. I'm going over to eat at Coach's uh, restaurant in Gainesville here tomorrow with uh, Carol and I, Matt and Gina McMillan, and we're gonna take a car over and uh, spend the evening with Coach Spurrier at his new restaurant there in Gainesville. That's going to be awesome. Well, they uh, they got underway today, spring football up here at, at Oklahoma. Coach Venables had those guys out there. He had a press conference yesterday. And one of the things that it's, – it's strange to me, Coach, that this has become a bit of a lightning rod. Coach Venables has said that he's not – he doesn't want – recruits to commit if they're not ready to commit and not take visits to other places and I like and he had to go back through it yesterday in the press conference it's strange to me that th- this has become that big of a deal um you know it doesn't Who's it see- a big deal with well I, a, a bunch of the media c- were asking the questions fans have well, have wondered why they don't, have, they don't have to get commitments fans don't have to get commitments if you get a commitment and the guy's visiting everywhere, is he really committed? So what he's done is reserved his spot at your place okay, until he finds something else he wants. So a guy that's committed doesn't visit other places and is committed to you. A guy that is visiting everywhere is not committed. So I don't understand why people are, why that would be hard to figure out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't seem did explain, very. Did that explain it pretty well? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it did. It's real, it's real simple. Well, here's the here's the thing: fans and media don't have to recruit. They don't have twenty spots or whatever there may be to fill. And if you're going to fill your spot on your radio station with a guy who says he's going to be there next week or in a, a year from now or a half a year from now, and all of a sudden. He's shopping. You get a contract with him, and all of a sudden he's shopping around. Hey, I actually decided I'm going to go here. How, how, how's that going to work for businesses? You know, so at the end of the day, I think it's worked pretty well for Clemson. I'm not sure. Just look at their record over the last 10 years and look at the, the, the players they put into the NFL on and on. So Brent knows what he's doing. Well, I, I agree. I was uh, I was kind of shocked that it was – Something that was uh, that continued to be brought up. It seems like a very reasonable request. Hey, if you don't want to commit, that's fine. Go take those visits. Make sure you see everything exactly. you want to see before you commit. But 
I don't know. Well, it was, it was just interesting happened. how how it all played out. In today's society, you know, a lot of people don't understand what a commitment is. So true that. No. Anyway, it'd be like be like I'm engaged to my wife. I'm gonna marry her in six months, and all of a sudden I decide I, you know, someone else you like better than. Well, I guess we're not getting married now all of a sudden, right? I mean, you're either committed or you're not. One thing that Brent uh, said yesterday that got a lot of people excited is, you know, he was saying that he's got an incredible amount of buy-in from these current players, which is awesome. Now, he's only been on the job, what, a little over three months. Did you get that type of buy-in in in 1999, that, that early on in your tenure? And how do you know when you found the level of buy-in that you're looking for from your football team? Well, um, it, it doesn't surprise me. We do have, we have good kids, good players, good people, uh, you know, and, and they know what our standards are, uh, you know, what, you know, of championships on and on. Um, when we got here, our guys had a very poor self-esteem because they had been beat down. They hadn't had a winning record in, like, I think maybe six years. They hadn't had a winning record. So I think maybe one of those years they were – even uh, 50, 50. But at the end of the day, uh, we had a lot of building up our self-esteem. You don't have to do that with our guys. I mean, we, we had a, we, we, come on, think about what we walked into and where Brent yeah. is and what Lincoln walked into. There's nothing to compare. So, you know, so there, it's not even worth talking about what we had to do. Um, uh, in the end, I, you know, I, I, I love what, it, what, what Brent and his staff are doing. And uh, he he did it here when we he, he, he Brent was here in '99 when we came here, so he knows. He I talked to him last week. He goes, Bob, I got to tell you. He goes, there was a week there after the first week or two we were here. He goes, I wanted to leave. <laughs> so, so point being, you know, he he's in a whole different world, and he's going to make it better. I I really believe that. So you're saying he didn't have to give his coaches a, a pep talk like you did after that first winter workout? <laughs> no, no, he's he's in a lot better shape. I had a I had to re-recruit my coaches after the first workout we had. So <laughs> so so uh, Brent knows if he tried to leave, I'd have tracked him down and brought him back. So there was no sense in doing it. So uh, so anyway, it's a it's a whole different world that he's he's in now compared to then and. And um, and and again, I can't wait to watch him. No, what people th- need to just trust trust him. He's listen. He's seen it at the best level here and at Clemson. That's what twenty three years at two of the best. And uh, you know, the very best thing that happened to me is everybody tried to tell me what to do in ninety nine too. And then we won it all in 13-0 and in 2000, and everybody quit, kept quiet and shut up and said, let him do his job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the bottom line. Um, he knows what he needs and what his program needs more than anyone does, so let him do it. Yep, yep. And I'll say this, he's uh, he's been meticulous throughout the years, uh, you know, putting all the pieces together to implement exactly what he wants whenever he does get the opportunity. And you can see it. He's, uh, he's got it all laid out pretty good. Um, you know, one of the things out there right now, Baker Mayfield, that whole situation with Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, and uh, now not knowing where Baker's going to play, that's been, it's been wild to watch that unfold over the last week, week and a half. 
Well, I think what everybody can see now because of there's always some serious and and speculation on what people think are going to happen. And there's probably been some talks that this is likely to happen. But not everybody's always truthful. The, the, those NFL teams are very secretive. Those GMs and coaches and all, they're, they may play it this way, like, yeah, this is what we want to do. And then uh, then the, around the back they're doing this or that. And I'm not saying any of it's wrong. I'm just saying be careful what you listen to. You know, it's it's not always you know, it's not always totally accurate, which is we've seen over the last week or two. So um all I can say is, you know, of course I totally believe in Baker as a competitor, as a winner, as a starting Q B in the NFL and uh you know, this is part of the growing period. He'll he'll work through it and I, I got total faith, just like he proved over and over through college that he'll come out on top at some point. Hey, Bob, did you fill out a March Madness bracket? And if you did, is it as terrible as Teddy's bracket looks currently after two rounds? Uh-oh. Yeah, we got you, Bob. You guys still there? Yeah, yeah. Did you fill out a March Madness bracket, Bob? And if so, is it as, uh, as awful as Teddy's? Because his is looking pretty bad through uh, two rounds. No, I, I, I did not. Um... Never been much on that. Uh, I've always been associated with the university, so you weren't supposedly allowed to do that. So I really never did. I thought I'd keep my job, you know. So uh, <laughs> I was—I guess you're allowed to do a bracket as long as you're not betting on it. Is that right? I don't know. But I've never been much on that, so no, I haven't. It is interesting, though, whenever you see a – obviously it's a, a much bigger tournament than the football playoff, but – um, there's a team like, you know, St. Peter's, a 15 seed, wins a couple of games in there in the Sweet 16. I think that's that, that's kind of the draw of an expanded playoff in football, which I think it's way more difficult in football to, to pull something like that. But th- there's always that hope that, you know, maybe some underdog could go pull off some type of movie script scene and, and win a championship or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I get the draw, and it it is fun to watch when those things happen. Um, yeah, I think football is a little bit different animal. You know, we're on the field with 22 guys at the same time instead of 10. Uh, our games are almost four hours instead of two. And it's a little more – It's it, I think it's just a lot more difficult for those kind of underdog upsets, uh, especially uh, – you know, whatever it is, 12, 14 seed to beat a one. That's, that's that's pretty impossible in football when you're out on the field for four hours and there's that many players involved that are that are maybe different in, in athleticism overall, you know. So, uh, and I think basketball, some of the smaller schools may get one or two guys get hot, and, you know, have big games. And, you know, you've seen guys like Steph Curry from Davidson that are that, are that skilled that can can change a game. I think more games can be changed in a basketball game with one guy than than's possible in a football game. Hey, Bob, last question before we get you out of here. I know you're a big OU softball fan, and since the last time we've talked to you, Jocelyn Allo chased down the home run oh, record, and it. she surpassed yeah. it, 100 home runs. How much fun was that to watch, huh? It's awesome. Uh, they're, they're so good. She's so good, and I uh, love it that she was, you know, in her – 
back in her home to, to do it with a lot of her family. So, so cool. Patty Gasso's the best, uh, just a fantastic coach and person. So uh, love watching them. And that's, that's exciting to watch, uh, to be honest. I, I love watching uh, women's softball and what they're doing. And not just our team. It's just a fun game to watch. It's uh, fast-paced and, and uh, always a lot of scoring when you're watching OU play. Well, it's good stuff. They got a stacked team. They're going after a championship this year. All right, Coach, have fun down there in Florida. Entertain, uh, enjoy your time down there. Tell Coach Spurrier we said hi. All the best, guys. Appreciate you. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. There's uh, Coach <laughs> Bob Stoops. There's no way that a Steve Spurrier restaurant has one of those no shirt, no shoes, no service signs uh, in front of it, right? Uh, Spurrier was pretty notorious, I feel like, for running around places shirtless. So his uh, restaurant better not require a shirt to walk in. I halfway feel like Spurrier is in a swimsuit, flip-flops, no shirt, and he's kind of roaming around the back kitchen grabbing <laughs> uh, french fries off of people's plates before they head out. There's a 12-ounce... Hey, Danny, let me try one of them french fries before it heads 12 out. 12-ounce ribeye being cooked in the back, and he wants like a little sliver of it, you know? Hey, Bobby! Bobby, <laughs> come check out these wings! <laughs> I thought he dropped his phone in the water there at one point. Didn't I, it no, sound I think like he, it? I think he did. No, I think he did. I think Bob probably has two phones, though, and he just switched to the other one. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Hit us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. We'll be back. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you our number one of the rush on this Tuesday. We're inside the Brown O'Haver Studios. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I uh, I guess a couple of our affiliates, one in Oklahoma City on uh, 94.7. Yeah. I think the other, the Buzz in Tulsa, may have uh, lost us there for a few minutes during Uh-oh. the Bob Stoops interview. Uh, if you're upset about that, it was Teddy's fault. He did kick something over. No, I actually have no idea what huh. happened. But if you missed any part of that Bob Stoops interview, I'll uh, I'll podcast that. The the kind of the main moment there is when Teddy asked him about Britt Vittable's comments yesterday, saying, "Hey, if you're committed, that means you're committed, and no more visits." And uh, the way that kind of Britt took exception to that question yesterday, Bob got fired up about it too, man. Bob got yeah. really fired up about it. I I don't. I don't understand the pushback. And I know it's there. We heard it on the text line yesterday. There is pushback. That That's an old school way of doing things. And you're putting yourself at risk to, to miss out on guys because of it. But I, I still believe 100% that it is not unreasonable at all to ask someone that if they are going to commit that they don't take official visits elsewhere. And I think that most of us are in agreement with that. Now, I will say, here's an interesting question by Sean on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. He says, I'm curious about our recruiting. So if you commit to OU, you need to be done, which I support. It's an engagement. But if players commit to other programs, do we stop recruiting them and not let them visit? We shouldn't be trying to, we shouldn't be trying to pick up engaged women 
or inviting them to our house without their fiance. That's an interesting point, and I don't know if I, like I don't know how they handle that. It, it is a good question. Um, are you still recruiting kids that are on a committed list now? In BV's defense, I don't know how they approach that, but we did see how he handled the Jaron Canick situation. And, yeah, he, he did eventually end up at OU, but it sounds like Venables did, I don't know, a, quite a bit to tell him to go to Clemson instead. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, that is, that's a legitimate question. It's a, that's, that's legit. And, you know, I, I don't know if other schools aren't treating it as such and – a kid's calling you and wanting to come on a official visit to your place. I, I'm guessing that you book the official visit, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. Depending I mean, I, on how good he is, yeah. <laughs> right. I I don't know. I, I mean, that is that's legitimate. I I and I've always said that. I think as soon as you offer a scholarship to a kid, he should be able to sign. For right then and there, at that exact spot. Yeah. And I think that would eliminate all of the offers being thrown out and not being honored later and committing, decommitting, just sign right there on the spot. How about uh, how about Coach Stoops taking a shot at society there a little bit? Like people in it today, uh, shot by coach in today's society, some people don't know what commitment is. When he said that, I was like, whoa, all right, let's go, Bob. It's true. Fire it's him true. out there. I don't – it's true that some people don't know what commitment is, but I do kind of feel like that's been a uh, – you can trace the timeline all the way back to the beginning of civilization for that, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are recruiting uh, players committed elsewhere. Peyton Bowen is one. This text says they are recruiting committed kids too. Uh, if I'm a program, I'd rather be the one that's being cheated with uh, than the one that's being cheated on. Well, it it's kind of like what I said. If some schools are okay, like if they have an open relationship, so to speak, and you can be committed and still go take visits elsewhere, then fine, play the game. You know, I I don't know. I I. I get, is it hypocritical to say that if you're committing here, don't take any trips anywhere and then still recruit kids elsewhere that have committed somewhere? Maybe. Uh, I guess what... But they're not going to swing, right? That's not what they're going to do. <laughs> well, I don't know. That is kind of what the transfer portal is now, isn't it? I, I, guess, I guess here's the thing. I, the commitment is... I guess between you and the school you commit to, right? And, like, here's the thing. Let's say whatever player commits to Oklahoma and he goes ahead and takes a visit to Alabama. I'm not mad at Alabama that they brought him in for a visit. I'm mad at the guy that committed to me that he was coming here that took the visit to Alabama. Sure. 
So I, yeah, I'm not mad at that's the game, man. I mean, like, it's, that, that, that's the yeah. game. That's I mean, that's understood. Apparently, OU's doing the same thing. Yet you, you're, you're upset with the kid, sure. right? I, I it. I mean, it's nuanced there, and I don't. I I I don't I don't hold anything against the schools trying to bring these kids in and continue to recruit them. I I don't. Um, Here's the thing: just don't commit if you're not ready to. That's that, all. And that's it comes what he said. To. He never said don't take visits. Like go take visits. Go see what you want. Just if you're ready to commit, commit here. And I I do agree with Bob's point that hey, they were doing it at Clemson and it worked out pretty well out there, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, they've been the most successful non-SEC school in the past. I mean, who in, in terms of national championships, Ohio State. 2002 and 2014. I mean, Clemson's been the most successful non-SEC school here recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no one else that's there's no one else that's won two championships in like in the 2000s. It's not an SEC so school. So, like, if this method wasn't proven, then okay, maybe you can question a little bit. But I, I mean, it, it's been it's been proven. Yeah, it's been proven that it works. I, I have no issue with it, and in fact, I, I I really I like it. I agree, I agree. It just it's more messages that this is how the program is going to be run. I mean, that's that's what it's about to me. We yep. we run things a certain way, we do things a certain way, and we don't really kind of bend things one way. And that, like, oh, it's it's we're, we're all we we all run things the same here. Yep, I totally agree. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. We'll come back. Hit some of these text messages. Keep them coming. 651-3439. All right. Lots of thoughts on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. We'll get to uh, that. This one says uh, to tell you to take a Mucinex. You sound sick. Got some allergies got some going allergy on today. crap going on. I have taken a Mucinex, but thank you for the good advice. I love the commitment philosophy that is being implemented. With the staff, we will develop kids. Rather lose five stars that aren't with the program and take threes and fours that mean it on our way back to dominance. Give me a program guy. I agree. I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think you're ultimately going to end up – if a kid wants to come and play at your school and for you, he's going to come play at your school and for you. I mean, that's – the fact that that we're so caught up in I, – I just – I can't imagine a kid coming to the conclusion that this is the best place for him to play and the coach saying, yeah, but we got to have that – if you're going to commit, I mean, that that's a spot that we're saving for you. It's got to mean something. We don't want you to continue to, to go out and have your recruitment open. I can't imagine that that is going to change the opinion of a kid that this is no longer the best place for me to play. So there's something wrong with wanting players to live, live up to their commitments. Bravo to coach for trying to help these young men become better human beings by teaching them morals. There is definitely something to that. Yeah, and he mentioned that. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the things that he talked about. Like we're 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 trying to set the stage here for accountability. That commitment means something. 
it's it's going to be part of the part of the criteria here is we're going you're going to be held to your word on things. Well, it's just like we said, it's just another filtering aspect for this program. They're right. they're trying to filter everyone out that does not need to be here and for a lot of these guys, I think probably the biggest filtering process that is implemented is exactly what we're talking about right now. You can take visits, that's fine, but you got to know what commitment like really Teddy like one of the baselines to be able to play here you have to know what commitment means and you have to know what commitment looks like if you don't know if you don't know what commitment means or what it looks like then well you're probably wasting your time here anyway we're wasting each other's time yeah yeah and i expect you know the the same thing from the coaching staff that if they're going to offer a kid that there's going to be a scholarship there available whenever it's time to sign them too so and that's another thing that he said. They're not just going to offer a whole bunch of kids out there. It's going to mean something. Big softball game tonight in, what, in a couple hours. Was this Kentucky? OU at Kentucky. Kentucky ranked number eight in one poll. It is sold out in Lexington. Here's a hot take for you. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are saying this. I've even said it on the uh, Diamond Envy podcast that you can make a very strong argument. Actually, I will make the argument. This will be the best team that OU will play until the postseason. Better than huh. Texas or Oklahoma State or anyone else. This Kentucky game is the best team that you'll face all the way through. And some are like, oh, well, it's going to be a tough game out there at Kentucky, midweek game. I think that Patty's always looking for motivation for this team. I think that that's going to be a massive motivation factor saying, hey, everyone thinks this is where you're going to slip up. Everyone thinks that this is where you're not going to ha- have your best and you're going to lose Kentucky. I think OU's going to stomp the Kentucky Wildcats tonight. And go ahead and make the jokes about me jinxing this team wow. again. But I think, I think OU's going to win convincingly tonight in Lexington. I'm calling it right now. No close game crap or losing crap. No, they're an elite team. They're an elite program. And against the best team it's going to face for the rest of the way. Oh, it's going to show up tonight on the road. Right. Kidding me? Okay. Uh, I can't necessarily shoot that down because uh, I feel like they're going to win the game as well. But who are we pitching? I, I would guess Jordy Ball. I don't know. Patty has not sent me the lineup card yet, but once she does, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you know what she says. Yeah. I, I think we win it, but well, I you, also whoa, whoa, don't know much little, about Kentucky. You're a little bit iffy on this. I say I don't know much about Kentucky. I don't know anything about <laughs> Kentucky's softball team other than they're ranked number eight in some polls and, what, 11 in others, yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's all I know about Kentucky. I'll take Oklahoma. Small? Convincing? Like, well, I mean, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, I'm saying that they're going to they're gonna win convincingly tonight. I mean, they're they're going to dominate. Are, are you there with me, or you think that they're going to have to eke out a – Two to one win. Let's see. I think they. This is the one sport where you really can't predict sixty nine as the final score. So I I know that that's rough. I think they win six to nine. <laughs> Kentucky six, Oklahoma nine. Okay. 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 No, I I. How about this? I think they fall behind early. Going to be a huge crowd there. It's going to be an intense atmosphere, SEC chance, maybe get a little rattled in the first inning, give up a run or two, 
And then we've got uh, we, we kind of stall through the the middle innings and then come roaring back in the end. Yeah, I see it the exact opposite. I don't think OU starts slow at all. I think um, they open it up in the first. They continue to pour in runs in the second. I, I'm I'm telling you, man. I, Probably I think right. Message time is is coming. Not that they need to send a message. I, everyone already knows they're the best, but. Big old, big old message is coming tonight early on in Lexington. So, you, are you saying put the SEC on notice? It's going to be Kentucky's second major disappointment in the last week. Ooh. This is going to sting worse than that St. Peter's loss. Dang. Mm. Yeah. How about that? The show's coming to town. Can't stop it, man. I know. Too good. I know. I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two is next.